Hola, hola, chulas. Hi there. We are experts in intuitive eating for on-again, off-again chronic dieters, and we are here to help you take the guilt and stress out of eating so you can become the first in your family to break the diet cycle, just like we are in our families. We want you to be who you are without food guilt. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, No More Guilt for Melissa and Your Latina Nutritionist for Delina. Are you ready? Let's break the diet cycle. Hola, Chula. It's me, Dalida. Before we start, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Your Latina Nutrition. What you are about to listen to is not a professional coaching or counseling session. Each episode is a one-time conversation meant for educational purposes. We are dietitians, but we're not your dietitian. Remember that podcasts don't constitute treatment. If you have concerns about your dieting behaviors, seek out guidance from a medical or mental health professional. And if you're looking for a community, tools to ditch the diet, help with finding authentic health and keeping your culture alive, join my membership brought to you by today's sponsor, me. Hola, hola, Melissa. Oh, hey. Good to see you. What up, girl? Y'all, Melissa is like super like like really afraid for this episode because I forgot to write an outline and she's like meticulously always on time and like everything is tasked and like checklist and I'm just here like winging it. You know, you know when they say like we got to get the talent under control. This is my dynamic. Like I got to get my talent under control. She's not. She's not here with her list of her, of her bullet points today. I'm not prepared with no bullet points today. We're just gonna talk. All right. All right. I just want to make sure that the people, you know, get what they came for. But I think we can do this. They are because we, we always talk about this stuff. You know, we don't have to have a bulletin. What are we talking about today? Why don't you let them know? Cause it's the new year and we got a question. I mean, duh. We're talking about like, how are we going to start this new year without dieting? Like, how are we going to do this? What was the statistic that we were talking about? We were saying, let me read. You didn't it. believe me. Well, I read something that 50% yeah. of people. Yeah choose weight loss as a new year's resolution. And I feel like that was a low number. Yeah, I think so too. Or like some sort of nutrition goal. 50% seems low because have you ever met, like literally, have you ever met someone in person that has told you that they did not put some sort of nutrition or weight loss goal on their new year's resolutions? I've never met a person like that. It's rare. It's rare. Or like eat better or move like some derivative of weight loss stuff super common. So I would say, I would venture to say like 95%. It's not a, a validated statistic fact check, but no, we didn't look this up. No, we're but just it, feel, it feels like that. <laughs> I remember <laughs> last year, cause we were full blown in the pandemic mm. pandemic going in on the pandorama panorama. And I was sitting there watching the ball drop. Cause we just had a little quiet couch mm. moment. And every freaking ad was noom and weight watchers. It was like back to back to back. They really? Ping ponging. And I'm like, this is insane. So it's like reinforced by this. So wait a second. Hold on a minute. Yeah. What channel do you, I mean, I watch the Spanish channel, so I don't think I, are there, y'all, are there any commercials on the Spanish channel? Of course there's commercials. No, there is, but I'm talking about like when we're watching the ball drop. I don't think I've ever noticed commercials. I don't know. Maybe because you're like at a party or something. Like this was That's like we right. straight up watching the television. No, but last, yeah, the last year it was just the four of us. We did it. Go, we Zoomed the family for the fall draw. Right. So I don't remember. But I don't ever remember ads, but you do because you're like on top of that. I was angry. I you know, but you know, I don't pay attention. <laughs> oh 
oblivious to the world. Where I was like, you? if you ever get hit by a car, you wouldn't even be able to like describe it. I'm like, no. <laughs> what is happening at any given time? Yeah, no, it was, it's a lot. And I think that that's, if you are paying attention, if you're hypervigilant you like I am, <laughs> you're going to see it. You're going to see it. And so we did want to talk about it this year because I think a lot of times people are like, I don't want to continue this cycle. I know that this is a cycle that I'm in mm-hmm. every year. This mm-hmm. is a good time to break it. So, yep. 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 And I think that we also wanted to talk about something that I learned about, don't know from where, can't remember where I learned this from, but I looked it up. This I did come prepared with because I'm ready to teach Melissa something that's about to blow her mind and yours. So somewhere along the lines of my career and somewhere along the lines of doing all of this work, I heard something about a blue Monday. And this is a marketing term that was invented for selling you stuff on the day where you are at your worst and they created a formula to figure out what day that is. And I'm about to tell you when it is. Are you ready? That's some Mad Men, Don Draper, sneaky shit. Well, I don't watch Mad Men, but <laughs> I don't watch a lot of seen that, that show. Are. That's inception style marketing. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Whatever that means it is. Okay. That's what it is. <laughs> Let me give you a little background on this. So basically in 2005, someone by the name of Dr. Cliff Arnold came up with a formula for the combination of, ready for this, bad weather, debt from being in the middle of two paydays, Mm. time since Christmas, failed New Year's resolutions, Mm -hmm. and general low motivation, proving that the third Monday in January was the worst day of the year, aka Blue Monday. So he came up with this formula. And even though this article states that it's scientifically ridiculous, (laughs) it was created to promote things that are supposed to make you feel better. What does that sound like, Melissa? Oh boy. That sounds like a little tee up for some diet culture right there. Yeah, no. A little underhand toss of diet culture. Yeah, no. You know it. So they go full blown on that third Monday because they know that you're at your lowest and who wouldn't want to feel better? Wait, Delita, who wouldn't want to transform their life? When is who it? wouldn't want to be the best person they can be? I'm looking at the calendar. It's January yeah. 17th this year. Yeah. Be ready y'all. This is airing on January the 3rd. So that means at the time of this playing in your ears, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two weeks from now. Yeah. They're expecting you to be at your lowest. All right. Well, guess what? Delina and Melissa are here and we're going to, we're going to come into this little bubble and we're going to talk about how to prove these mofos wrong. They're not going to be this year. And if it happens to be the worst day of your year, you know what? We're going to, we're going to be in that together. We're going to sit in some of that suckiness together. We're going to sit in that suckiness together and we're going to stop, think, reframe. Beautiful. I love that. I love it. So yeah, it's wild out here. So New Year's is a major trigger. Mm-hmm. The diet culture advertisement universe is conspiring to get us excited and make a decision towards dieting. What are some things we can do? Like, how do you, how do you protect yourself? Well, I really think that it's important to ground yourself and really, you know, something that 
recently a chula in the club did, which I thought was like, so amazing. Like after a call, like we, we were doing group coaching and I was like, I want you to write down <laughs> what health means to you. She reminds me a lot of you, Melissa. Then she posted the next day, a full picture of her list. You assigned her the list. I did. I did assign her the list. The list was long. And I was like, look at you, girl, you really dove into this. But I really think that it's important for all of us to ground ourselves. And the new year has a lot of meaning for a lot of us. It is a new beginning, right? In a sense, it's starting a whole new year after the panorama. (laughs) And, you know, feeling like the end of this pandemic is coming, it could feel very liberating to just like sit down and really plan and, and set goals for 2022. But what I want you to think about is the fact that a lot of the goals that we're told to do are usually meant to backfire on us so that we feel crappy and we continue to like buy such product or like, you know, we talk about, you talk about Noom a lot, right? Like their goal is never to teach you everything, right? Their goal is to kind of like keep you on the hook so that you continue, right? To want to need them or to need them, right? And so I think it's important for us to to stay away from setting goals like that and really Think about like setting intentions and like, what is your intention for 2022? Like, what do you want to feel? Like, what do you want to do with your body and your life, right? Like, what do you want to do that's radical and different? You know, that's not what you've been writing down for the last 20 years and your new year's resolution. Like, let's get radical. Yeah. And, but we have to sit in a lot of this and like a lot of the discomfort that comes up. And a lot of the suckiness of all of it and and really start to detangle where a lot of these feelings are coming from and create actual intentions that we can actually do in, you know, 2022, you know, because saying that you're going to lose 20 pounds, y'all, yeah, I've been trying to do that for how long now? (laughs) It's an auto repeat goal. Yeah. And I feel like what a lot of people are doing when they find food freedom is is figuring out what their values are. Like, is your value Mm -hmm. to do what you think you should all the time, even though in your heart, no, you know, and you have known Mm -hmm. for a lot of clients, it's been since they were kids that this method is not going to lead to weight loss or peace. It's going to lead to feelings of chaos and you're going Mm -hmm. to not be able to socialize fully. And you're going to feel guilty all the time. Nobody says like, my values are... (laughs) Discipline for the sake of it. Nobody wants that, you know? Mm-mm. So getting clear on like, okay, what do I care about? Yeah. What are my values? That's important to me. And then what intentions would would link to those values? So that, like mm-hmm. that's when you say the word grounding, like that's what mm-hmm. I, I hear is like, how do we link it to who you are and who you really, what you really care about? So that's a great exercise to like, what yeah. are values? What are the things that could express those values? Yeah, and- Again, I think that it feels so scary to walk away from these, like, I don't know what the word is that I want to use about these goals, but a lot of them are very often not achievable, mm-hmm. right? But I think that we have been conditioned to say, like, to do these goals, right? Like, I'm going to travel more. Okay, well, let's be intentional about that goal. Like, what do you mean when you say I want to travel more, right? Or 
I want to be healthier. Okay. Well, what does it mean when you say I want to be healthier? Like, what is it that you're truly trying to achieve? Right. And maybe instead of saying, I want to travel more, you should say, I want to travel to this place by this time. Right. So that it's more tangible, right. As dietitians, we learn smart goals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And I think, right? well, before we go into smart goals, though, I also want okay. to step back and say like, sometimes when we say like, Oh, I, I want to be healthy. I want to mm-hmm. travel more. Mm-hmm. It's helpful to be like, why? Yes. Because I like that. sometimes the words we're saying is it's a label or a path to get what we really want. So for example, with health all the time, we say, well, what would it mean to be healthy? People are really saying is that they want to feel free. They want to mm-hmm. feel respected. Mm-hmm. They want to feel safe and secure. They want to feel okay. energized. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's all of the above. Maybe there's a specific word that really links to you. So when you bring it back down to the core of why you want to do the same with travel, why do you want to do it? Well, I'm mm-hmm. kind of bored and I need some novelty or I am cold and I would like some warmth. Yeah. Travel is one way to get those things expressed. And so mm-hmm. if you quote fail at the goal, you have a way of saying, well, that's all right, because what I really want is this value. And can I have a learning mindset to experiment and build on that rather than like must travel, must do, must do. We get so rigid around our goals and it might shock some of you that I have this point of view, (laughs) but we have to be able to be flexible when the goals aren't met because the point isn't to do the goal. The point is to live the value. So ask yourself why you want to do it and see what comes up. Exactly. Okay. Now let's talk smart goals. Yeah. So smart goals, they are, see, this is why I need my notes, Melissa. Um, Oh. Do you remember? Is someone, is someone whispering, I told you so in the ether? Guess what? I think a I remember. Smart goal. Do you remember? Yes. I don't remember what the S is, but M is measurable. But we'll tell them what the S is. Okay, what's the S? I don't specific. remember what the specific. specific. There you go. Specific, measurable. The A sometimes changes, but attainable. Yeah. Attainable. It's the R. Relevant. Relevant and timely. <laughs> That was a two it's out of five. Smart goal <laughs> I wish we could post. Maybe we should post this video of you just looking at me like a teacher. <laughs> it was like, a very knowing um, nod. Yes, it was. I, again, I like smart goals because it helps people to break things down smaller. And like, mm-hmm. like you're saying, you're really, you're a fan of realisticness. It helps you to feel more motivated. But if the goal is quote, I'm not going to say wrong. If it's misaligned with you, it doesn't matter how smart you made the damn goal. We can make, that's what weight loss does. Like weight loss is like, let's make a smart goal about on X hundred calorie breakfast. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if that breakfast isn't satisfying, it's not giving you enough nourishment. I don't care Mm -hmm. how much popular psychology you put on the damn problem. You are going to rebel. Yeah. I have a love hate with smart goals because I think they can be. I know. <laughs> of course they could, and that and that I think it's 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 again when we talk about I think you and I always talk about the nuance and like the balance and the middle ground and I I know that you and I have talked this I don't know if we've said this on the podcast but like I hate even sometimes using the word balance or mindfulness because it's been co opted so much it right. has been co opted by diet culture. And every word, it's like, yo, we honestly, sometimes I'm just like, I just want to live. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, again, it's all about the intention behind it. If you're going to use a smart goal or even your intention to, again, 
restrict and and come from a place where it's very diety, that's not going to work. But you can still, again, utilize that smart goal and even find like that balance or that mindfulness and all of it. And it does not have to come from diet culture. Honestly, it's all about the intention that you have behind it. Is it your intention to feel good, to be comfortable in your body, to feel energized, or is your intention still subconsciously to shrink yourself? Mm -hmm. Because that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where like eating a salad can be Mm -hmm. a diet behavior or it can be an intuitive eating behavior. (laughs) They're not exactly right or wrong to eat a salad. Um, exactly. it depends on that attention. So exactly. Yeah. I think part of this work is, is developing the skill of knowing these are all motivational tools mm-hmm. and we all need motivation. All of us do. That's not a yeah. bad or a wrong thing about you that you want motivation. I want motivation. Gosh, some days yeah. Oof. Yeah. it's hard. It's hard. And we're all humans. And so these are just tools you get to pick. And I think what comes to mind sometimes with new year's is like, okay, here's my chance to reset. It's when I have to reset. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Actually, mm-hmm. you can reset any time. It's sort of like permission to eat foods. Like, oh my God, I have to eat these chocolate chip cookies because they're here right now. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, you can eat them now. You can also get them tomorrow, the next week, the week yeah. after that. So there's a lot of generalization from the intuitive eating skills that I think can apply here where you don't have to yeah. force yourself to like revamp your life just because yeah. it's January 1. You could do that in March if you want. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, you're going to be living all the time. Life, life is always happening. happening. It's like laundry, baby. You know, you can do it today, tomorrow. It's up to you. It's going to pile up again. Let's talk about laundry. It's like content warning. We're talking about piled up laundry. Oh gosh. I'm triggered. You're actually panicking right now. Do you have a lot? I'm like sweat. Oh my gosh. It's so bad. I have have two two kids. I know. I know. Lucy doesn't wear clothes as a four-legged dog. So. I'm free. I'm free of oh, that. Jesus. It's a lot, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking about intentions, when to use goal setting, when to not. Yeah. What else do you think is helpful around this time of year to protect against repeating the diet cycle? I think it's important to find your people. I know we say this all the time, but it's like, do you have, you know, a group of friends or a community, something to be able to lean on when you know, diet culture is like, again, like on that blue Monday, throwing everything at us, like sometimes, and I think it's really hard for us to accept this as humans. Like it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to vent and talk about it. Like sometimes we just want to say it. Like sometimes you don't need to have someone respond or anything, but like having, you know, your people that you're able to do that with, I think it's important. Setting yourself up for that is important as, as, especially this time of the year comes around because after it's important all year long, but I feel like this is where it's like at the forefront of everything. Everything is diet culture at this part of the year. Like you can't get away from it. So having that support system is super important because trying to do this alone is freaking hard. Mm-hmm. And being in your own head is freaking hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had a client the other day in one of my small groups where she was like, I was struggling with something. And she was like debating, she's like, should I put her on the board or not? I'm like, yeah. You okay, are that happens all the time. <laughs> like in the program, like use a darn board. Um, so she, she wrote this really message, she summarized, nice message. She summarized what was going on with her. And like afterwards, she's like, even just the act of writing it down mm-hmm. and knowing someone was going to witness that and see it. Yep. 
helped her to clarify her thinking yeah. points of view. And some people were just like, been there and that yeah. feels good too. So yeah. yeah, finding your people is important because we're all trying to create a new habit here, like a new mm-hmm. way of thinking. You can't mm-hmm. do that if you're just reinforcing the old way of thinking 24 yeah. seven. It just won't yeah. happen spontaneously like that. No, not a light switch. And we need people. We do. We do. Do you like approach New Year's like that? Like it's my reset. I'm going to make goals. Or do you just kind of float in and keep living how you always do? Y'all, my life is always, I, <laughs> I've never set New Year's goals. Never once? You just yelled at me for not having my list together. You think I'm going to make one for New Year's? <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little less words. I don't understand. I don't think I set resolutions, but I definitely get me some Christmas journals and I definitely get a little bit like, like I bought this one and you put all your value words in for the year. And then from there you can like create goals. I find it helpful sometimes when I'm getting down, you know, like I can be like, Oh God, oh, I didn't do what I was supposed to do this year. Having that reflection, looking back and being like, Oh my gosh, this is what you said you wanted to do. And you're doing it. Like, yeah. Sometimes it helps my, my brain to remember it's all good. I mean, do I want to? Yes. Do I ever get to it? No. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's not your jam. Like you, it's not my jam. No, you are more like if it, if it's broke, I fix it kind of person. And that's okay. I think that that's well, a fun. I think for me, the holidays and this time of the year has always and will always be about family. And so I have never felt the need to have to change, but that comes from a very privileged place, right? Which we've talked about in previous episodes, but honestly, besides like getting an internship or like passing the RD exam or like something along those lines, like, I don't, I don't think I've physically like, like maybe I need to be hypnotized or something. I truly don't remember ever. It means you're satisfied. That's that's a good thing. I mean, honestly, like I'm exploring this whole relationship with goal setting in myself. Cause I think when I started the business, it was like a way that I could motivate myself Mm -hmm. into doing things. But Mm -hmm. once things are stable and things are okay, like you just got to learn to be, and that's the other reason why finding your people is so helpful. Mm -hmm. If you're transitioning, like if diet, there is a part of dieting, especially for goal setters, hands raised, where it feels good. Like, okay, I have a plan. I'm going to get my water bottle. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. feels exciting. Yeah. If you're not going to do that anymore, you need to pass the time nicely. You need to figure out how you're going to bring challenge into your world that doesn't involve that. So I'm right there with you. Those people who are transitioning off the <laughs> goal treadmill into a more like, okay, how do I be? But also yeah. invite challenge and excitement into my life. I'll let you know when I figure it out. That's a question. I'm yeah, asking. man. That's the other thing. None of us have it figured out. We're just here to help. <laughs> reflect, Our job is to help reflect. Yeah. To help talk it out, to give you some tools, but like none of us have it all figured out. That's okay. None of us will. Cause that's part of being a human. Well, I'm excited for our upcoming episodes. Uh, we're going to do a deep dive on Noom next week. So I'm excited to share mm-hmm. that. We're going to keep supporting you all the way through to this, this blue Monday, I think. On the seventh, you know it. We ain't gonna let it get you. Mark your calendar, folks. Plan something. Get yourself an ice cream sundae. Get yourself <laughs> whatever makes you happy. That's what you're gonna do on the seventh. On that Monday, you're gonna be happy. You're not gonna let those blues get you. We need to like. We should like organize a protest or something. We'll, we'll figure something out. Like I feel like we need to like get out of that protest. <laughs> 
anti Blue Monday protest. There's two. There's two people protesting. Delina and Melissa. <laughs> That's it. Oh dear. Well, I'm excited to be back recording with you. I miss doing this. This was fun. And look, we winged it and it worked out. I maybe am sold on it, but probably not. No, it's. it's we're not going to do this. Again. I know that. <laughs> I know that I need less. At least for the. Gotta put on a show here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come prepared next time. <laughs> All right, y'all. Where this was today's episode, we'd love a review from you wherever you found this podcast, so that we can help more women like you looking to heal their relationship with food find our show. It's been really exciting to watch the audience grow ever since we started. And so if you are finding value in this, maybe tell a friend about our podcast. And that's how I usually find new podcasts. So we'd appreciate you sharing us with the people you care about. Help us spread the message to break the diet cycle. Until next time, we'll see you on Insta, just like we found each other. Thanks for being here with us and being who you are. Peace, love, and break the diet cycle.